Welcome to episode 270 of the TDR Now podcast, the first English-speaking podcast focusing on the Disney parks in Asia, including Tokyo Disney Resort, Hong Kong Disneyland, and Shanghai Disneyland. And you know what? A lot of other magical lands as well. <laughs> um, we're, <laughs> we're coming to you directly from Japan. You can find us basically under TDR Explorer. If you search that, you will find so much content. You'll find videos. You'll find TikToks. <laughs> Is that what you call it? <laughs> you'll find Instagram yeah. stuff. You'll find um, everything. So search TDR Explorer. I'm one of your hosts, Trish. I- I'm the one drinking sake at a, t- at a sake tasting. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I was educated that sake goes well with foreign food as well as Japanese food. <laughs> and um, with me, as always, is the amazing Chris. Hello. Hi. That was a very weird thing to be told. Sake <laughs> no, goes well I with think foreign food. There's what, a what, big what education campaign, I guess, to get okay. foreigners to buy sake. It's just weird to, to call it foreign food. Yes. <laughs> just like, it goes well with lots of different kinds of food. <laughs> So, uh, if you want to try sake with your hometown dish, you can probably find one that pairs well with it. <laughs> sure, I'm, I'm sure, I'm sure you can. <laughs> I'm Chris. I'm the other person here. <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> oh man, I'm visiting far off lands, which we're going to be talking about today. Yes. Went to a different quote-unquote theme park there's air quotes for that and we'll get into that is it actually called a theme park that's being that's what's being advertised as is that in the name name, though because i feel like that's park okay i was about to say that's a press thing because okay we'll we'll get into it okay we'll get into it well yeah yeah (laughs) sorry i'm still focused on this whole sake goes well with foreign food it does (laughs) even quesadillas (laughs) What? I don't. I don't. Oh man, I feel like we need to unpack that. In a I'll talk about episode. it on the bonus episode. Oh my. Okay, I'm going to ask you about that on the bonus episode okay. for sure. Because I, I have thoughts. I have thoughts on this. Me too. Speaking of bonus episodes, if you want to support the show, you can head on over to Patreon.com/slash/TDRnow, where we have different perks for supporting the show, including our bonus episodes. So we have six years worth of bonus episodes so we have a lot of content in the backlog if you want to go and check that out again it's at patreon.com slash tdr now let's just get into it ghibli park it's open it just opened uh, november 1st yes way over in nagoya in aichi prefecture yes which is not a place you would think this would open well even though i guess they, they technically had like a piece of they had ghibli. some things there they had some stuff there so but yeah, uh, Nagoya, they're trying to make Nagoya a like a vacation destination, it seems like, because you know, we have Legoland there, which I also went to in the same trip, which we'll mm-hmm. talk about another time. We also have Nagashima Spa Land in the same area, and then we have Ghibli Park. So, you know, there's things to do. And of course, there's Nagoya Castle, which is nice. There's a spa land. I want to go there. Yeah, Nagashima Spa Land. I wanted to go this time, but we just uh, didn't didn't have the time or the energy. Let's be honest. Do they have uh, <laughs> hotels like at the spa place? I think so. In that area, yeah. I know. I know. Like roller coaster people love Nagashima Spa Land because uh-huh. they have some world renowned <laughs> roller coasters there. That's an amusement park, not a theme park. That one is an amusement park. Uh-huh. <laughs> There's a difference between the two. 
Ghibli Park is now open and I got to go for two hours. <laughs> oh my God, Chris, why? <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Well, let's talk about these tickets. These Okay. These, oh goodness. So at first they were lottery only. That's very common in Japan. Popular things will be a lottery, right? Because so many people mm-hmm. want to go. So we applied for the lottery. I did win tickets for one of the three things there, which we'll get into in a second. And it was like, I think it was Youth Hill is what we won the ticket for. And I thought, well, I don't want to go all the way to Nagoya, spend all this money just to go to one of three places in Ghibli Park, because there's three separate places right now. There's going to be five eventually, but Uh they're all separate admission. Yes. And Youth Hill is like very small. Mm-hmm. It's literally just a house. And I wanted to go to the Ghibli's Grand Warehouse where most of the, a lot of the exhibits are. And mm-hmm. so like I thought, well, there's no point in going. So I just kind of let the ticket go because there was no way to like give it away or anything like that. Mm-hmm. So it's like, it was tied to my name and everything and they checked that stuff. So I just had to pay for the ticket and let it go. The ticket was only 2000 yen. So I thought, well, fine, whatever. But then general admission tickets did go on sale. And we were able to score tickets for the end of November, and we were only able to get the Ghibli Grand Warehouse for three (laughs) o'clock. There was like different time slots. I think there was like 10, I think it was like every hour or every two hours or something like 10, 12, I guess, I don't know, whatever. There's time slots like 10, 11, 12, 1, 2, 3, whatever. We got like the the final time slot, right? It's so weird. The park closed at five. Yeah. Right. And we paid the same amount as everyone else who went in earlier. Right. Which was a little frustrating to think about. (laughs) And the other thing for the tickets as of right now, they are not available if you do not live in Japan. Mm -hmm. You have to buy them through this Japanese ticket website called Buwu and Lawson. Mm -hmm. That's the only way to buy them. And tickets go on sale like three months in advance. So in December, the tickets for March are going to go on sale. And on the Ghibli website, they do say that they are going to make tickets available at some point (laughs) for overseas visitors. We don't know when that's going to be. So, yeah, uh, that was probably the first hurdle. (laughs) I have a question. Like the Ghibli Museum, like the one that's in the Tokyo area, Mm -hmm. it's also a time slot, right? Yes. But you have to leave after a certain point, right? No, they don't really check. Oh, really? What is the point of the time slots then? Stagger people, I guess. Like for the for the Ghibli Museum in Tokyo? Yeah. Like if you got there at 10, I would not fathom staying there until 5. There's right. not that much to do. Like you can do the whole thing in like four hours if you really wanted to. Uh-huh. Or even less. Uh, with the Ghibli Grand Warehouse... It's an amped up version of the museum. There's plenty of things to do and two hours is not enough. Yeah. It is definitely not enough. Like I would say at least four to five hours minimum to just like be able to get through everything that's in there. I feel like that option shouldn't have been available right now that it's like sold out. I feel like that option is probably for later a good option for locals that just want to visit the park and they want something to do while they're in the park for a couple of hours like before they leave yeah 
would probably be a good option, but like for now, it doesn't seem to make sense. Like if it was like how they usually do time slots for different events where you they let people in for a certain time and then that time, it, the, the time allotted is finished and then they the people leave and then you let in the next group. Like to me, that would make sense because there would be less people and you could do things faster. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's so weird. And also the tickets, they're they're two thousand yen, so yeah. they're not like they're not stupid cheap, but they're not expensive either. We only we like we only had two hours in there, and definitely two hours is not enough because there's a lot of like photo op places. Mm-hmm. There's exhibits to look at, like there's a whole section that's just dedicated to like these proper photo ops of all these popular Ghibli films. Like yeah. there, I think yeah. there's like 14 in total in this one exhibit alone. So that takes some time. Mm-hmm. Then there's also an exhibit that shows like different movie posters in different languages and things like that, like all the different artwork and all that. That takes some time. Then there's also a film as well, just like the Ghibli Museum. There's also a film in mm-hmm. the Ghibli Park that you get to watch. There's a cafe. There's a food stand. And there's other like kind of random photo opportunities or like exhibits Mm-hmm. As well, that are like little stand, like one-off things. Yeah. And then there's also places to wander as well. Like there's an alleyway, there's different staircases and stuff. And there's also like child area where like the cat bus is and like a bunch of other stuff that's meant for children. Mm-hmm. And you're not allowed to take photos in there or video just because there's like, there's a lot of children in there, right? Oh, yeah. Okay. That makes sense. There's plenty to do. But yeah, definitely two hours is not enough. Like four or five, like definitely. That I felt like if I had four hours, I probably would have been able to do everything. But I really just got to do some of the photo op areas. Everything had lines, right? There was lines mm-hmm. everywhere. Oh, and there's also the merchandise shop. Lines for the merchandise. Lines for the food. Lines for all the photo ops. Lines for all the exhibits. There weren't lines for the movie because the movie was like at specific time, so you just kind of queued up you know 10 minutes before it started to be let in it was just very busy i don't know how that's going to work in the future because if the tickets are sold out is it always going to be like that like if tickets are continuously selling out it's this is how is this how it's going to be right like i don't know like it's so close to opening that that's part of why it's so crowded it's yeah really out there like i don't know if we're going to have the same like museum type of like you know how the tickets would always sell for the museum like i highly doubt it i highly highly doubt it i think it's just that this is the first year that it's open first month (laughs) right exactly and it's out in the middle of nowhere like you you have to realize the ghibli museum is in the tokyo Tokyo. area yeah so there's always people you know much more accessible so yeah the the ghibli park is 45 minutes from nagoya so there's two trains you have to take from Nagoya Station. You get on the, I think it's a Yama, the Yama something, Yama, Yamaguchi? No, I don't know. The yellow line. There's a yellow line that goes from Nagoya <laughs> Station all, and you have to take it all the way to the end, and that's yeah. a good half it's, an hour. <laughs> it's out there. <laughs> it's out there, and then you switch to another train line, and then that's another 15, 20 minutes. So you know, 45 minutes to an hour. So it's not close. And once you get out there. Ghibli Park is inside an existing park, which is yes. called the Expo 2005 Aichi Commemorative Park. Right. 
It has three names. It has like three different names. Like one for like I think there's like three different entrances. Yeah. But yeah, if you put really? if you type in Ghibli Park or the Expo Park, it it'll will come up. Come up. Yeah. So and for Ghibli Park, there's three sections right now. Mm-hmm. Ghibli's Grand Warehouse, which is where I went. There's Youth Hill, and then there's also the Dondoko Forest, which is like a kids like outdoor playground themed after Totoro. Mm-hmm. Then eventually there's going to be a Princess Mononoke area, and then there's going to be another one as well. And that, those aren't opening until like 2023 and 2024, and they're all separate tickets. So it's like it's not that's not a traditional theme park. So when people say theme park, when they talk about this, it's not a theme park in a traditional sense. Like it's more of an amped up museum. I would call it. And just because it's the expo park, I would call them pavilions <laughs> because that's what this is. And that's why I wanted to know, is it Ghibli calling it a theme park or is it the press calling it a theme park? Because this is not a theme park. These are pavilions. Uh, Ghibli calls it a theme park and they say that's it's like it's, wild. Not your, it's yeah. not like your regular theme park. You're meant to take it slow. Yeah. I've had many people ask like, oh, what are the rides like? There are no rides. There's no rides. Like, I just want to make that very clear. There are no rides in this place. Mostly photo ops, food, and merchandise, and just artwork to enjoy Ghibli and just being immersed in the... It's really well designed. Like, it's really beautiful inside. Like, Like, they did a good job with that. It feels like Ghibli. There's a lot of little details everywhere. I've seen the Ghibli films, but... You know, I'm not going to recognize everything that is going on in there because there's just so much to look at. Mm-hmm. It's kind of overwhelming, but it's kind of cool at the same time. I really like the, I never get this name right, Areti, Areti, like the little Arietti? thumb-sized woman. Yeah. yeah. I was going to say some Thumbelina, but that's <laughs> that's a different movie. <laughs> they have a whole section like that. And that was really cool because you feel like you're that size. Like everything was oversized. And it was just like really well done. Mm-hmm. And I really enjoyed that. And there was like the, these different alleyways that had all these different like artwork from different like different Ghibli films and stuff. And then they had like the 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 soldiers from the tall robot soldiers, right? They had those mm-hmm. there. They had an, a thing with Yubaba. They had a thing with Yubaba there. And then the photo op areas were really cool as well. Like very, I guess, you know, Instagram worthy, I guess. But they are pretty cool. Like I'll admit, those are. Like, it's pretty cool to be able to sit on the train with no face and get your picture taken. Uh-huh. I think that's pretty cool. Like that's what I hear. I hear the three reasons for people to go are the photo ops, merch, and if you have really small children. Yeah. But they don't let strollers, so that's an issue. But I don't. I don't know about the stroller thing. I it's didn't not really allowed look. in the. They're not allowed inside. It, it's kind of tight in there. They do have elevators. So for accessibility wise, they do have elevators, but they had like, there's a lot of just like little steps in places like, you know, one, like three or four steps to get up to the next like part. So there's a lot of that. I was rushing around so much. I couldn't really look at everything, you know, like I couldn't make, I couldn't look at every single little detail because yeah, we only had two hours. Probably. <sighs> And, and this pains me to say, and I wish I didn't have to say this, the The food was probably the biggest disappointment. That's the other thing I heard, that the food is terrible. I didn't really get to try anything because most of it was sold out by the time I got there. 
it might have saved you. <laughs> Which was pretty disappointing. Um, most of the stuff was sold out. I got the try. I tried like a banana chocolate crepe which was like it's a ch- banana chocolate crepe yeah you can get that anywhere yeah like there was like a special like kind of a fruit pizza and like some other like stuff inspired f- from different films they're all sold out so i couldn't try any of it i mean even at the food stand inside the unco sandwich the red sweet red bean sandwich that was sold out as well so i didn't even get to try that i did try the milk which is just milk and it came in a, like a cute little like glass with a cat on it i'm not sure what Aww. film it was from but it was, you know, the design on it was very Ghibli, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You don't get to keep the glass, like you put it back, like mm-hmm. you recycle it or, you know, kind of like the, the the onsen, right? When you go to the onsen, you have milk afterwards and you put the, the glass bottle back into the crate. That's basically what you do here. So yeah, I don't have a lot of MPNs on the food because I didn't get to try it, which is unfortunate. <laughs> the merchandise, there was a lot of exclusive merchandise. But the store was very busy, uncomfortably busy. Like, I'm talking Duffy merch release day busy. Uh, no. <laughs> what was the merch like, though? Like, like what kind of things they did they have? They had some really nice designs. Like, there was a lot of really nice stuff. Uh-huh. The problem was, half of it was sold out. Oh. Uh... A lot of the, like, the stuff that I really would have bought was all gone. So, like, obviously very popular. Like, a lot of the t-shirts... Mm-hmm. Like they had a lot of exclusive t-shirts that said like Ghibli Park or Ghibli's Grand Warehouse and had like these grand Ghibli designs on them, which are really cool. Mm-hmm. Like I would have bought that in a heartbeat, but they didn't have any left. Oh. And like when I say t-shirts, they probably had a good 10 to 15 designs. This time was like a shame, but I think next time you go, there'll probably mm-hmm. be much more merch. Yeah. Like the, they'll probably have the t-shirts in stock more and also too like i don't want to be too harsh because i know it's the first month and they no, haven't really you done should this be. they should have stuff <laughs> no let me finish i'm just saying that maybe they didn't under like they didn't they underestimated how popular some of these items were gonna be and they just like they sold out going into it i expected to miss things and things yeah, to not sure. like to be sold out and stuff mm-hmm. so i kind of went in expecting that and you know i was kind of right <laughs> So I hope next time I go, whenever that is, I don't know when that's going to be, that, you know, they do have some of these things back in stock and they kind of figure out what is popular, what is not, so they can keep proper stock. Because I understand they're not going to know what people are going to gravitate towards, especially within the first month. And the thing is, too, that I think a lot of people don't realize is that this is the countryside and things are very different in the countryside versus the city. So I think the ops will be very, very different Mm -hmm. from going into an area with more people. And it's probably a lot for them to get used to because they've had Ghibli exhibits before. Like they've had like the the house from Totoro and they probably never had to deal with crowds like this. So it's probably a massive adjustment. You have to realize this is like in the middle of nowhere. Okay. Like this is very, very much in the countryside. So this is like a big change for them. Yeah, Nagoya is what I think the fourth biggest city in Japan. But it's not in Nagoya. It's no, forty five minutes I'm just away like from the, Nagoya. Just to give context, like Nagoya is like the yes. fourth biggest city, which is two million people. But compared to like Osaka, Tokyo, it's minuscule. Right? Yeah. And then leaving further out of Nagoya, even smaller, right? It's, so it's really countryside. Very different. Very different. 
you know what? I didn't really think to look at for English stuff again. I was rushing, and I just kind of like I had I had a lot of tunnel vision because I was trying to do as much as I could. I don't recall seeing a lot of English, and the definitely that, the, the yeah. staff did not. But you know what? I didn't think to try. I just spoke in Japanese because, well, you know, I live here, so <laughs> that's what I default to now, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. I didn't really have the time, the luxury of time to like test like oh can they do this in english you know Uh i didn't have that i didn't have that luxury of time to try that out don't know (laughs) i really don't i want to say more than english the thing that i would really really want to know more about is like mobility like if somebody has mobility issues will they be able to get around or not Mm. Yeah, like I said, there was there was elevators. But if you but, have like three steps that you have to go up and you have like a wheelchair, you know, it's not so easy. I mean, like when I say that, it's like the middle part of it that has all mm-hmm. that. Like the outer edge, there's no stairs. And then once you're on the first floor, that's where a lot of other stuff is. There's no stairs there. So I think it's like the middle part would be the challenge. Right. But like that's not where most of the stuff is, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So, but then again, I didn't, I honestly, I didn't, I didn't pay as much attention as I would like, had loved to. They're going to have growing pains for the next little while. They have to figure some stuff out. <laughs> I did enjoy it for the, the, the small time I was there. Mm-hmm. I did enjoy it. It was very beautiful. It really was. And despite not being able to buy, you know, get the things I wanted to get, which is very first world problem, like whatever. I have a question. Were you able to go to see like the distance between the different areas? We did go there like two hours before. Mm-hmm. Well, we went there at one o'clock. We got there for one because we wanted to check out the park itself, like right. the, the commemorative park before going to the warehouse. Mm-hmm. The park is huge. Yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> Very we had huge. The, the World Expo there. Yeah. It's massive. Youth Hill is closer to the station than the Ghibli Grand Warehouse, but they're kind of like really close to each other. Mm-hmm. Youth Hill and the, the warehouse. Right. You can like see, like you can see them across from each other. You can see the construction for the other place. The I think the Princess Mononoke areas. You can see it being built, and then the Dondoko Forest is a bit of a trek. Mm-hmm. And the the quickest way to get there is a hiking trail. Yeah, which is not accessible if you have a wheelchair or a stroller <laughs> at all. But they do have buses. Like there's buses that go around the entire park. So that's an option. So if people are buying time slots to let's say let's say it's not sold out and they can get time slots to different areas in the future, they might want to keep the travel time in mind. Yeah. I wish I had a I wish I had like a good strategy for that cuz I just I just don't know. Mm-hmm. I would like do the Ghibli Grand Warehouse as early as you can. Mm-hmm. Do that first and then leave the other ones last. But like, I don't know how it's going to work once the other place is open as well. If everything closes at five, mm-hmm. like, how are you going to be able to do all these things? There's a lot to, like, at that point, there'll be even more to do. So I don't know. Well, we'll have to wait and see how it all goes. Like I said, I did enjoy seeing, like, seeing the stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, th- that's all very well designed. They did a really good job with that. They just have, like, some operational things they need to work on. And. You know they're within their they're they're in their first month, so it's gonna take some time. Hopefully they figure it out. <laughs> Merchandise I can forgive for selling out. Food mm-hmm. need to figure that out because it's kind of like 
it looks kind of bad when you go to a restaurant. It's like half the stuff is sold out. Like, oh, okay. Like, to be honest, like, even on the outskirts of Tokyo, like, when you go to, what was that zoo we went to one time? The zoo that has, like, the wooden roller coaster. I forgot what it's called. It's, like, kind of, like, on the outskirts of Tokyo. Like, the even there. Oh, I don't know what it is. I don't remember. Like, we almost, like, suffocated in the Ferris wheel because there was, like, no circulation and it was, like, middle of summer. It was oh, no. crazy. But it was great. It was really fun. But, <laughs> like, we learned not to ride Ferris wheels in summertime. <laughs> but even, like, places like that, and that's, like, right on the outskirts of Tokyo, like, it also, I think, had, like, a five o'clock-ish closing time or something. And a lot of the food sells out. You know, it's just, like, I think common for for those kind of venues. Yeah, but I think I've said this like three times now. It is basically just an amped up version of the museum. That's all. That's that's pretty much what it is. Is it worth going to? Not right now, I would say. Wait. Mm-hmm. Well, especially if you live outside the country, it, don't stress about trying to get tickets because it's not going to happen. Unless you have someone here that knows what they're doing. I mean, they, the listeners could be listen, like living here too. around. And if, if you do live here, you can try and get tickets. Just be aware. Of how it's going to be once you get there. Of course, I only went once. That is just my experience. Like it, my experience could have been completely different if I was there for ten o'clock. Like if I was able to go in at ten o'clock to the warehouse, right? The fact that I just had that two-hour window and I had no idea what I was doing. I was just like, I don't know what we're doing. Let's just <laughs> do this first. Let's go. And I think like something to think about too, if you have small children and you're traveling there, just be aware you can't bring your strollers inside, which I've heard a few complaints from from people with small kids. So just be aware of that before you go. Fair enough. <laughs> I will have a video up on our YouTube channel so you can you know check out all the the nice stuff that you can see in there and the stuff that I was able to film. You're not able to film everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Which obviously makes sense. Like there's a film in there. Can't film that of course. And they're like, they were kind of strict on the exhibits as well. Mm-hmm. And then the stuff that I had, like that was meant for children. There was no filming allowed in there either. So I didn't do that. You know, is what it is. There's also a Ghibli unofficial Ghibli cafe. That's in Nagoya as well called Kodama Kodama. Which was really good because we went to that. We went to that after the fact. <laughs> the food was really good. Before we go, though, we want to thank some wonderful explorers who are supporting us over on Patreon. So a big thank you to Acro Disney Girl, Adam, Amanda C, Amy B, Amy C, Mama Explorer, Benjamin, Brent M, Carrie, Chris B, Claire, Claudia, Dave, David, Baker, Kevin, Shani B, Harry, and Marina. And thank you to Jamie, Jose, Kathy, Lee, Marie H. Michelle, Murray, Sophie, Spoopy, Thomas, Kay, Alexandra, Lizzie, Amy, and Andy, Dana, Cassandra, Annie, Sonia, WW, and Paige. And remember, rate and review us on, you know, whatever platform you listen to us on. <laughs> you know what to do. Give us those five stars. And if you're not subscribed or following, make sure you hit that button so you don't miss any of our new episodes. You can find us up on our website at tdrexplore.com and also a video of the Ghibli Park up on our YouTube channel as well, under the same name. I'm one of your hosts, Chris. Oh boy. I am <laughs> I, I'm I, I'm I'm the one that needs to do a round two for the Ghibli Park was yeah. Two hours was not enough. Oh I missed a lot. Anyway, <laughs> joining as always is the wonderful Patricia. Uh you guys, I hope you get a chance to check it out sometime soon. 
Uh, and Nagoya itself is really, really interesting. They have like a lot of cool stuff to see. Like, I'm, I'm actually, I want to go to the Shirakawa village. I'm like, really, it's like my dream. It looks like fairy houses. It's so beautiful. Uh, <laughs> and they have lots of great food and it sounds like a fun time. So go check it out. Yes. The one food that you need to try when you go to Nagoya is mm -hmm. their, their miso, miso tonkatsu is what they're known for. Yeah. One of their, one of their dishes, which is really good. They have like this famous chain called Yabatan. Mm -hmm. Yabatan. And it's, <laughs> their mascot's a pig. <laughs> and I think he's in like a sumo wrestling. Like, is it a fundoshi? Is that what they call it? Maybe like the underwear thing. I, I, I'm not sure what the proper name is for it, but you know, he's pig's not wearing a top, and he has like you know the fundoshi thing below. Mm -hmm. And um, they have an anime. Like when <laughs> we were in the restaurant, there was an anime <laughs> playing of the characters. Like they made a whole story <laughs> out of this the pig character. I don't. Is his name Yabatan? I don't know. Anyway, it was like, it, it was very like, Sazai-san? Is that uh -huh. what it's called? It was kind of like that. Uh -huh. But I'm talking, it was a full production. There was a theme song with like a proper like anime opening with a theme song, like a J-Rock song. Mm -hmm. And it was a 20 minute show. It was just like, it was wild. Oh my God. <laughs> I, I watched that while I was eating my miso tonkatsu. It was, it was a trip. <laughs> Let's just put it that way. It sounds amazing. <laughs> Make sure you have the miso tongatsu. It's really, it's it's really good. All right. All right, explorers. We'll, we'll see you in the next one. Bye, guys.